Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans. Welcome back. It is 2021, and we are back. And I mean we. I'm talking about my wonderful friends, Tam and my man, Kenny. How are you guys doing? What it do? What it do? We are back for our six. That's one, two, three, four, five, six season of All Turns, No Breaks. And you know what? I'm not even going to give you guys a long intro. It's been a crazy off season. We stopped by, what was that, in December and gave you guys an update. So we haven't been going that long, but we've been gone long enough. Well, you know what? I can't say long enough because I felt like the off season was quick, but I say that every year. I don't know about you guys, but it's time to talk some NASCAR. Kenny, what say you? First of all, let me say this real quick. What's happening y'all not happening what's happening everybody's doing well <laughs> i'm in a good mood because the season has started already we are back and honestly for me for a change i actually felt like the off season was a decent length which is crazy same length but it felt like it was long this year i don't know why but maybe because i unplugged so much this season but i am happy to be back once again with you guys i think this is season number three Yes, this is three, right? For you, I feel like it's three or four. Damn, really? Yeah, oh that gosh. might be right. Yeah, it's like three Ooh. or four, I believe. I think it's three. Well, I, I think. think you came on in season three. Oh, man. It's wow. three for sure, I think. But wow. either way. That's crazy. We couldn't do this podcast without you. You already know that. So, I don't know. Do we need to give an off-season update? Because I feel, feel like we just talked to you guys <laughs> last month, but maybe not. So, A couple I guess, weeks ago, for real. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can talk about the Super Bowl really quick because That'll work. when this podcast drops, it'll still somewhat be the same week as the Super Bowl. I don't have much to say. I knew that. Tom Brady and Tampa Bay was going to win. Unfortunately, I didn't put any money on it. But your boy Renee put some money on it. And he won big. <laughs> Renee? Yeah, I didn't have a dog in the fight, per se, that you know I was rooting for a team or a player. I bet some squares, and I completely almost forgot about it. The funny thing is, too, you guys, what's so crazy is that I get a text message from uh, the guy that I bought the squares from, and I realize I won $1,500. So here I am just, you know, just enjoying being uh, being around some close friends, watching the game, uh, having wonderful food. And then at the end of the night, you get a text message saying, congratulations, you won $1,500. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Man, if you ask me, I thought I was the winner. <laughs> I thought I won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, absolutely fantastic to know that. And I tell you that, that I definitely went to bed with a smile on my face. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, I thought the best thing about the Super Bowl was uh, the, the streaker that ran onto the field. I don't know what the over and under was on that. <laughs> not but I wish the, I would have bet on that, too. <laughs> not with the pink thong. I was like, yeah. are those booty cheeks I see? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had I to would, I had to look at that, that several so times. <laughs> well, don't admit to having to look at that several times. That didn't sound too right. 
Yeah, there was a bet God. on that. I will say that someone did win a bet on that. I don't know what the oh, odds were. I'm sure were, somebody did. Imagine that being your bet for the Super Bowl. And that was your only one, and you just say, "You know what? I'll toss five hundred. I'll toss a thousand, or whatever it is." And you finish the night. You probably a couple drinks in, and you wake up in the morning like, "Oh damn! I just got paid a good amount of money just for doing that," which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, that sounds about right, Kenny. Well, what we won't ever see is a streaker at a NASCAR race because that would just be foolish to run out with all the cars. Man, yeah. if somebody did that, they are on another level. I think the closest we got was the dude who climbed the fence at Richmond a couple years ago, which was pretty crazy. Yeah, I remember I can't that. remember what year, but that was wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is actually going to be a quick episode because we have one mission and one mission only, which is to bring you guys our predictions for the Daytona 500. But before we get into that, there's a whole full week of speed weeks for NASCAR. We are actually recording this podcast after the clash. So just going to give you a quick recap on what went down for the clash. You guys Mm. saw it. And if you didn't, you saw the repeat. Or the replay, and you already know your boy Chase Elliott went for it on the last lap. Well, it was like literally they were coming through the last bus stop. It seems like that was the buzzword. You know what, Kenny? To be honest, I never heard the bus stop. I felt like it was like the new buzzword, and everybody's like the bus stop. Nah, nah. So the bus stop is on the back stretch. Like that's what the folks on IMSA when they run the 24 hours like they did a few weeks ago that's what they use so the front stretch is just a chicane but that one was always going to be popular because you're coming off of turn four and you got to go way way slow but the bus stop was dirty as hell so it could have been a buzzword but it was it was an actual thing it was pretty crazy okay well Chase took out Joey <laughs> during the bus stop. <laughs> no, I know. I, I just had to say that. I thought it sounded funny. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So as you guys saw, Chase did take out. I said Joey. Chase took out his boy, Ryan Blaney. Why did I say yep. Joey? Okay. Forgive me because I already knew he took out his well, best bud, Blaney. <laughs> and then while he. Well, Joey came in third. Well, yeah, because I, I guess what I was thinking, I don't know, my mind was like to the left. But while they were doing the tango, Kyle Bush said, thank you very much. And he snuck in and got a win. And it was wild because as they were talking, I forgot all about the fact that Kyle Bush became a loser for a whole year. So to see him start off, and I know it's not an official race, but it was great to actually see him back in victory lane. Kyle Busch was your winner. Chase Elliott, all his efforts, he came up short and came in second. Joey Logano came in third. Tyler Reddick came in fourth. William Byron, fifth. Denny Hamlin, sixth. Alex Bowman, Eric Jones, and Ricky Stenthouse Jr. came in, what was that, seventh, eighth, and ninth. And Matty D, as in Matt DiBettadetto, came in tenth notables ryan blaney is a notable for the fact that he was leading all the way to the end in that last lap until his boy his buddy chase elliott took him out so he ended up coming in 13th and 
other notables, and this is only because there were only two drivers that finished the race that weren't on the lead lap, and that was Cole Custer and Martin Truex Jr. Cole came in 20th and Martin Truex Jr. came in 21st. So that is what went down for the clash. And hopefully you guys will hear this episode before qualifying. But if not, you may hear it after qualifying for the Daytona 500. So either way, just in case, there have been a lot of changes with the numbers. And Mm -hmm. this was really interesting. And I text Kenny while it was going down. I just felt that it was a little weird that Ty Dillon was actually in Bubba Wallace's new ride. Obviously, we know why, because Bubba did not qualify for the clash. But I just personally felt as if it's a new team, new season. I would have liked to see Bubba debut in that car as the first driver for the team in the car. But it didn't work out that way. But that made me think, and I'll let Kenny give you guys a rundown. We have a lot of drivers that have changed cars and all that. So, Kenny, if you want to bring us up to speed really quick on what driver is in what car and for what team, that'll be awesome. Yeah. Obviously, you just mentioned one of the biggest stories of the offseason was obviously Bubba Wallace moving to the 23 car. Of course, in the clash, just like you also said, Ty Dillon was in the car and also he'll be running in the number 96 car this year as well sometimes for the Gaunt Brothers. So he does have somewhat of a ride as well this year. But yeah, that was pretty interesting to have that even happen. If we think about the number 48 car, it is no longer seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson. He has retired from stock car racing. He's going to IndyCar, but his younger teammate Alex Bowman will now be in the 48, which I must say, that car is incredibly sharp. I love that paint scheme. It looks really, really good. It is a fantastic looking paint scheme. But another move, Joe Gibbs Racing had another move with Christopher Bell. He's going to be in the number 20 car now. That's a That was a pretty interesting move with Eric Jones moving out. And he'll be in Bubba's old ride in the number 43 with Richard Petty Motorsports. And finally, one of the most important ones for a lot of people and a lot of race fans that have been rooting for him for a couple years is Ross Chastain moving over to Chip Ganassi Racing. He has been the guy that has been waiting for his opportunity, and a lot of fans like him because he has grinded his way to the top, so to speak, and has kind of had a longer path than normal at you know where he's at right now in his career. From a lot of controversy over at Ganassi and what happened with them, it almost eliminated what his ride is today. But Chip Ganassi said he was going to give him a chance eventually, and of course. We obviously know what happened last spring. That eventually catapulted up him to the top. And there you go. That is going to be Kurt Busch's brand new teammate this season. As for the two Rookie of the Years, we've got Rookie of the Year candidates. We've got Stuart Hobbs Racing's number 14 and number 14, Chase Briscoe. He was a fantastic Xfinity driver, won nine races last season. There was no doubt that he was going to end up moving up. And then at Front Row Motorsports and the number 38 Ford Mustang is going to be Anthony Alfredo, also a very good driver in Xfinity. If you guys watched Xfinity last year, he made a couple appearances for Richard Childress Racing. He ran quite well, had a crazy crash at Kansas, made it out safely, of course, thank goodness. And he'll be making his debut in the NASCAR Cup Series. Of course, I haven't listed all of them, 
But those are just some of the ones I think are pretty notable moving forward into 2021. So it's going to be a interesting season. And I'll say ultimately through all these names, I like a lot of the paint schemes. A lot of the cars look good. So I think we're going to have a, a pretty good year. It's going to be interesting to see who makes the biggest jump uh, moving in 2021. Paint schemes, taking it back to the clash really quick. I really like the 24 paint scheme because it was like a throwback to the Gordon days, but that was really random. I just wanted to drop that in really quick. You want to know what's crazy (laughs) about that? There are so many people that cannot stand that paint scheme. A lot of people do not like it at all. Really? I'm not a huge fan of it, but I will say from the render, it didn't look that appealing to me, but when I saw it tonight, it looked a lot better. I don't know what they did from the production shots and everything, but it looked better to me. It's not my favorite, but I think his teammates got that down pack. Alex Bowman's car looks fantastic. I love that car. The Ally like car looked too. really great as well. But in all honesty, it didn't look that hot from the renders, but both of those cars look spectacular under the, under the lights, if you ask me. I agree, 100%. They are going to look really sharp. And honestly, I cannot wait for the duels on Thursday. That is going to be a treat. That should be pretty good. We got a couple drivers that are trying to make their way into the 500, which hasn't happened for a couple years, at least a multitude of drivers. So it should be fun on Thursday night. I can't wait. I I always loved the duels growing up. Really quick, if you want to give everyone a recap on the schedule maybe we'll post the schedule on the website but at this point like the schedule has been posted all over you guys can go to nascar.com but kenny if you want to just update everyone we had the clash on tuesday we have qualifying and so on and so on really quick yeah so wednesday on wednesday whenever you guys are hearing this this will be they'll have first practice at 12 on Wednesday, and then also they'll qualify at night at 7.30. Then on Thursday, we have the Blue Green Vacations duels, so that'll be pretty fun. And the trucks also practice. Then on Friday, which is one of the better races of the of the weekend normally for a lot of people, is the truck race. That should be really, really good. Saturday, you've got the ARCA race to kick off the afternoon at 1.30. Then the Xfinity race will happen in the evening at 5 o'clock. And then, of course... I'm not sure which one happens on Sunday. It's kind of big. It's kind of important. It is the 63rd Daytona 500. So that's going to be huge. That is going to be absolutely huge. It is going to be huge. And on that note, we are actually going to jump into some predictions. And guess what? We have a lot of our friends and family and fellow NASCAR fans. They're all chiming in with their predictions. We have. Chris Dunlap, we have Justin, I always mess up Justin's name, but Justin Schurler, Schurler, okay, Justin, forgive me. We have Kobe Lambeth, we have Don Jeffries, Rochelle Boykin, Graydon Bunn, all the way from Canada. We have Jonathan, we have Dion Rocco Williams, and you guys are familiar with Dion because Dion is a pit crew guy. He kind of unretired last season during COVID. He has, he's actually a wildly popular pit crew guy because that's he, my guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I 
actually, Rocco, I think, is going to join us for our first, if not our first, second episode of the season. Well, I guess technically this is the first episode. So he'll join us for either our second or third episode of the season. We have Bill Steinbeck joining us, offering his predictions. And we have Daryl Cates. And I feel like I'm forgetting someone. But yeah, we have a good amount of people that are about to drop their predictions on you. So without further ado, here they go. It's time for Grace Predictions. Hey everyone, this is Bill Steinbach III from Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh and also co-host of the A-Main podcast. I'm here today to give you my official Daytona 500 winner prediction. I've got to go with Ryan Newman. I think this is his race to win. We look at the storyline from, we all know what happened last year, I think, coming back to that race in particular. I think it's his race to win. The Roush cars have always run well at the super speedways, and I don't think this year is going to be any different. My backup prediction, I'm going to look at the Penske cars. I like the way that they work together in the draft. I think that they've got two of the best super speedway racers. Actually, three. I think we could include Ryan Blaney into that category now. Those three drivers, amongst them, I've got to go with Brad Keselowski. I think this is his year. He has lost enough races, enough Daytona 500s to where, you know, he now knows what to not do. And we're starting to get to that point. We got to it with Tony Stewart, probably about 2009. If not this year, when? Do they ever win the the big one? Do they ever capture the Daytona 500 checkered flag? If it's not Ryan Newman this year, I'd put my money on Brad Keselowski. Also, just look at the storylines we've got going into this year. You've got Michael Jordan and his new team, Pitbull starting his new team with Trackhouse and Daniel Suarez and Justin Marks. So a lot of storylines going into this year's Daytona 500. But for me, I like Ryan Newman and Brad Keselowski. Once again, this is Bill Steinbach III from Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh and also co-host of the A-Main podcast. Hopefully everybody enjoys the Daytona 500. Stay safe, stay healthy, and enjoy the race. Hello, Tam, Renee, and Kenny. It's Don DeLorente chiming in with his prediction for this year's Daytona 500. I think my winner is going to be Chase Elliott. I think the champ is going to come out. He's going to be hunting those big trophies this year. So Daytona 500, Southern 500, Coca-Cola 600. I think Chase Elliott's going to give his best shot to pick those up to go along with the championship trophy. He won last year. He wants to put those big scalps on his mantle. So I think that Chase Elliott will come home first in this year's Daytona 500. My alternative pick, none other than our fave, Bubba Wallace, the most improved restrictor plate racer in NASCAR. He's been so close the last two races. He was heading towards the lead in Daytona. Unfortunately, got wrecked. He had the lead late in Talladega, but that was his first time being up there in the front with that pack of wolves trailing behind him and he got shook out and unfortunately didn't get the finish that he deserved. But Bubba Wallace is my dark horse, new team, new sponsors, you know, new horsepower, new teammates. So I think that Bubba Wallace has a very good chance to win the Daytona 500 if Chase Elliott doesn't beat him to it. (laughs) 
Hey everyone, this is Justin Schuler. Thanks for letting me weigh in with my thoughts on this year's Daytona 500 winners. The picks I have are going to be more drivers I'm looking at really for the entire year. Drivers who probably uh, honestly have to perform this year. And what I mean by that is uh, you've got two drivers that I'm looking at more specifically. Uh, William Byron and Matt Benedetto. Obviously, Matt Benedetto with the 21 car getting the opportunity to race that for another year for the Wood Brothers. But uh, Austin Cinderick already being announced to drive that car in 2022. So this is going to be a year that Benedetto will need to pull off a win, maybe even two or so, and uh, and do well through through the playoffs. Even if he gets eliminated in the first round, uh, needs to show some sort of promise because even though he won't be taking that 21 ride most likely. Uh, next year, since it's going to be Austin Cindricks, it sounds like that means he'll he'll need to have a resume to take to another team if he's going to keep this up. So a lot of pressure on him. I know he's used to that. And then uh, obviously William Byron, he's got a stacked team with him that have multiple wins already in their careers. Uh, Kyle Larson coming over as well. So uh, with him only having one career win, he does have something in the W column. So that's going to be a help for him, but he's going to need to uh, get a couple wins here because I know that kind of deep down, there's there's probably some pressure there for him to perform as well. So those are going to be my two picks. I am going to say that William Byron is going to be my pick for the Daytona 500 this year. And then my alternate pick will be Matt Benedetto. Hi, this is Rochelle with my Daytona 500 picks. For my winner, I am picking Ryan Blaney. He was so close last year, and he's been so competitive with the tapered space slash uh, plate racing recently um, with his two wins at Talladega the last two years. So I think this year his time has come, and he's due for a win, and I think it's going to happen this year for sure. From our alternative picks, I have two picks. My first pick is going to be Joey Logano, and that's just because recently he's become a very good plate racer, and he's been very consistent and very competitive. And then for my second alternative pick, I'm picking Bubba Wallace. I think this year Bubba's mentality is going to be different. He's in better equipment, and he's going to be racing with a little bit of chip on his shoulder. So I think uh, this year may be his year as a, as a potential winner for the Daytona 500. Hey guys, Graydon Bunn, a smooth operator with the 88s on Twitter co-host of a new canadian podcast called fanside check it out on spotify podbean racecanada.world for the daytona 500 uh give me brad keselowski i have a feeling about him this year and uh my dark horse uh Derek cope uh maybe quinn Hauf would push the boss man uh home for a win over 30 years from his first one hope it's a good one cheers Hi, this is John Theobald. My pick for the Daytona 500 would probably be Denny Hamlin. Uh, he's won the last two, and it would be kind of cool to see him win three in a row. Be pretty hard. And I guess my second one, uh, I think William Byron. He's run really well at Daytona the last couple of times. He won the last race uh, last July, and I think he's probably would have won a, a couple more, but Rex seemed to take him out. So those would be my my predictions for Daytona this year. Hey everyone, my name is Daryl, and my pick to win the 2021 Daytona 500 is Brad Keselowski. Now I know some of y'all are probably thinking, why Brad? Well, we all know Brad's good at super speedway races. Five wins at Talladega and one win at Daytona. But as of late, he has had pretty bad luck at super speedway tracks, getting caught up in wrecks, having bad blocks thrown on him, not having the right strategy. It just seems to 
be everything that goes wrong for Brad. But I think this year his luck will change. Penske has Team Penske and the Wood Brothers car have all done a great job, especially lately, of getting up to the front of the pack and staying together as a team and dominating the front of the pack for the whole race. You add in Austin Cendrick's entry, who I think will make the, the Daytona 500, and that's five Penske cars that are going to be working together. And I think that Brad Keselowski will come out on top this time. Now, my alternative pick, Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney, as we all know, has lately become one of the best super speedway racers in the field current. Last year, won Talladega, Daytona 500 last year, he finished second to Denny Hamlin. And then the second Daytona race last year, he finished sixth. Had a bad uh, race at Talladega, but then you look at 2019, won the Talladega race there. So I think, especially considering how well he did last year in the 500, I think Ryan Blaney will definitely be up front. And I think he can definitely nab the win. Thank you. Hello, I'm Kobe Lambert from Great Network and the PodiumFinish.net. For the Daytona 500, I'm going to go with Kyle Busch as the winner because after such a disappointing 2020 season by Kyle Busch standards, I think he's going to start off the 2021 season with a big win in the Great American Race as Kyle Busch is going to rebound and have a wonderful 2021. And at my alternative pick, I'm going to go with 2311 racing in Bubba Wallace because why not? Last year, I saw something new with Bubba Wallace on the super speedways, and it seems like he's more aggressive and confident. And I think that aggression and confidence is going to give him a shot to go out there and win the Daytona 500. Hey, what's up, guys? Chris Dunlap here from that Sports Do Network over in the D.C. area. I appreciate you guys letting me be a part of the podcast once again, giving out these Daytona 500 predictions. So my prediction is, my first prediction, and then I'll give my alternate prediction. Um, but my first prediction is the number 11, Denny Hamlin. No surprise there that Denny Hamlin is my pick. For the last two to three years, he has dominated everything that there is to dominate at Daytona. He looks to become the first person to win three straight Daytona 500s, going for his fourth Daytona 500 overall, and then coming off of a restrictor plate win at Talladega in the fall last year, I believe Denny will continue his Daytona dominance with another Daytona 500 victory, making it three in a row and four overall to go with his 2016, 2019, 2020 victories. So my pick is Denny Hamlin. Now my alternate pick, is Ryan Blaney. I know that's kind of surprising, but for those of you who know restrictor plate racing, no surprise there that I'm going with Blaney. Blaney in possibly the closest finish, one of the closest finishes in Daytona 500 history, came in second to Denny Hamlin last year. He has won two consecutive Talladega races. Um, Denny broke that streak as Denny won the fall Talladega race last year, as I just mentioned. But Ryan is definitely developed coming up and developing into a excellent restrictor plate racer. So I wouldn't be surprised to not only see Blaney in contention to win, but if anybody is going to stop Denny Hamlin from making it three Daytona 500s in a row, I believe that 12 of Ryan Blaney is the man that can make it happen. We all know that Penske definitely does have a great restrictor plate organization, great restrictor plate cars. Um, we've seen Brad Keselowski dominate restrictor plate racing over the years. We've seen Joey Logano win the Daytona 500, um, and races at Talladega as well. 
So if anybody's going to be able to stop that 11 from making it three Daytona 500s in a row, my pick, my alternate pick would be Ryan Blaney to take home his fifth career victory and none bigger than the 2021 Daytona 500. So guys, those are my predictions. I'm going with the 11 of Denny Hamlin as my first pick and my alternate pick. I'm going with the 12, Ryan Blaney. What you guys think about that? Let me know. Daytona 500 2021, your boy Rocco Williams is here and I'm giving you my predictions. Who will win the Daytona 500 in 2021 post-pandemic year? Who will do it? Bubba Wallace will do it. That's my first pick. He needs to do it. He deserves to do it. The time is now. He has the bag. He has the car. He has the team. He has Jordan in his corner. He has it all. He has the skill to run super speedways. He is nice at super speedways. He's good at it. He's fearless. Bubba Wallace is my pick. My alternate would be Denny Hamlin. Go for three. And what makes it interesting, Denny Hamlin can go for three two different ways. He can win the race outright or he can do it finishing second, pushing his car to the front, which would be Bubba Wallace. So he could win three in a row vicariously through his driver, which is Bubba. That's my pick. First would be Bubba Wallace. Second would be Denny Hamlin in that 2311 dope name, by the way. Not to mention, they are giving out retro J's. Retro 12s to all crew and personnel for that team at the track. So they will be the drippiest ones out there on in Speedway. <laughs> Looking good, Jordan. Team Jordan, I got to pull for him. It's been 112 cup races since Bubba has won. He drove for the underfunded Petty Motorsports last year. Now he has the money, man. There's no more excuses. Bubba Wallace, this is your year. I'm excited to see it. We have new teams, new tracks, young drivers, optimism. This will be the best season ever for NASCAR. I'm calling it now. Can I say a third? My third would be Kyle Larson. You know, I would like to see him in that five car do the damn thing. I really would. Get the five back to victory lane. Hasn't been in victory lane since Mark Martin took it there. And I was a tire carrier for that. So, you know, I have a little bit of interest in that five car. But yeah, so my so my top two would be Bubba Wallace, Denny Hamlin, preferably in that order. Could be Denny Hamlin, Bubba Wallace, could be Bubba Wallace with Denny Hamlin pushing him to the win. 2311 team, that's my pick. You heard it here first. I have spoken. Rocco Williams. Okay, now Rocco has spoken. Rocco, thank you. Because I know you're listening to this podcast. We appreciate you blessing us with your Daytona 500 predictions. Hey, actually, we appreciate everyone that has blessed us with their predictions. And if you want to debate, well, I won't say debate, but if you have something to say about anyone's prediction, we have left their Twitter usernames in the podcast description. As we always say, this is NASCAR talk for fans, by fans. So we thought, hey, we have to get some true NASCAR fans on our first episode of the 2021 NASCAR season with their Daytona 500 picks. All right. So here we go. You know, I'm sitting here trying to think about who can I go with? And I want to go with somebody that 
I was thinking about going with somebody that I could normally go with that you could go, okay, all right, that makes sense. All right. Yeah, maybe so. But I'm going to go outside the box here. And uh, you know who I'm going to go with as my winner? I'm going with Matty D, as in Matt DeBedadero. That is going to be my pick. And if I'm going to go with an alternate pick, then I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney. I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney as my alternate pick, but I'm going to go with Matty D, you guys. I'm going outside the box, and those are my picks, and I'm sticking with them. Man, that is interesting. That is that's very <laughs> Yeah, right? That, I mean, he went for Matty D. Man. Yeah, I don't that, know about that, that one, one I was but not Kenny. Expecting. <laughs> hey, I won $1,500, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw Okay, well, you going to put money on that? I probably will. Okay. I, I Here's said that's the not, thing. Actually, you know what? That's not that bad because that's technically a Penske car and they're really good at Daytona or at least. <laughs> yeah, Daytona. right? That's actually not bad. I, and then I think a little deeper into it. It's not bad. Okay. Well, put money on it and let us know how that goes. Kenny, who you got? All right. So we are here. Like I said, the 63rd Daytona 500. Man, that's crazy. 63 of them. But. I got to make two picks here. And so for my main pick, I'm actually going to go with the Blue Oval Brigade as well. I'm actually going to pick Ryan Blaney as my winner of the Daytona 500. And I'm going to stick with another four for my second prediction. I'm actually going to go with Roush Fenway Racing's Chris Busher, only because he's finished in the top 10 at the last couple races at Daytona. So he seems to always manage to make it to the end for whatever reason. And I think if he is in the right place, right time, and at Daytona, it's not impossible. So that's going to be my second pick. Shout out to my friend Sydney at Roush Fenway Racing. She should be happy about this pick. <laughs> okay. A shout out to Miss Sydney because I actually know Sydney really sweet, really sweet. Okay. So who am I going with? You know what? It's Daytona. This is just a guessing game because nobody knows <laughs> exactly. what's really going to go down. <laughs> But I'm going to go in with my pick for Daytona, and that is Denny Hamlin. I'm going all the way in and riding Denny until the wheels fall off. Because actually, he's let me down. What? You know what? Not, not that he's let me down. I should. That's, that's not the correct way to say it. But I've been riding with Denny for the last two years. If he don't win a championship this year, I'm going to throw in the towel. So... <laughs> I'm going to start the season with Denny Hamlin as my pick and my alternative. Yo, I'm really feeling Chase Elliott, but I'm not going to go with him as my alternative. (laughs) I'm going to start the season off right. And I'm going with Austin Dillon because I know how much you guys hate him. And you know, I'm team Austin Dillon. (laughs) All right. That was real random, just so you guys know, because that there's no nothing behind that pick other than, you know, I like Austin. Well, that's probably no more random than me picking Matt DiBenedetto, but... (laughs) Well, listen, yeah, it is. That's exactly what I was going to say, but it is Daytona, and we could have just picked names out of a hat and uh, probably done just as well. So those are our picks. Those are the ones that we're sticking with. What say you fans out there of not just NASCAR, but all turns, no breaks? Tell us who you got. Maybe just pick your name out of a hat and tell us who you think is going to win. As far as being back on with the guys, Tam and Kenny, it feels great to be back and so happy to be back. I actually enjoyed our break, but it is good to be back doing uh, the podcast again. 
So for all you fans uh, that listen to us and support us over the years, thank you once again for supporting us this year as well. Hit us up on our social media, across the board at Turns No Breaks. That is across the board at Turns No Breaks. And if you are uh, thinking about going to Daytona, make sure you mask up and stay safe so you don't get the Rona for Tam, Kenny, and myself. We'll see you again on another episode of All Turns No Breaks, you guys. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 